final song is number five, Breeden Hill. Now this one features seven verses of poetry and Vaughan Williams sets the verses in four different ways. The text is about bells calling people to church and the singer dreaming of marrying his love. But things take a tragic turn when the lover dies and the bells reflect this. Vaughan Williams uses the idea of bells as a central feature in his song. So the song starts with a long introduction from the instruments and the first representation of bells. The piano there had mostly long minor seventh chords in root position. The strings had the same chords split between them, so the individual players were playing double-stopped octaves or fifths. All of the instruments are playing as softly as possible with the strings using their mutes again. When the voice enters at 24, Vaughan Williams asks for the melody to be sung freely. And so there's a recitative-like feel to the music again as the words narrate the story. The texture here is clearly my favourite, melody-dominated homophony. Comes up every year. Melody-dominated homophony, which is melody and chords. The melody hint is in G major until bar 29, when top F natural tells us that we're actually in the mode made up from all of the white notes between G and G. And the word for that mode is mixolydian. The mixolydian mode has got this distinctive flattened seventh sound to it. That's where the F natural is. Up until this point, in all three songs that we've heard so far today, Vaughan Williams has set most of all of his words syllabically. So that means one note for every syllable. At bar 29 in this song, we have melisma. That's when you take one syllable and you stretch it over several pitches. This happens at 33 again, and the word that's stretched out is happy. Now, this song is not happy. So the setting of this word and the flat chords underneath it are a hint of tragedy ahead. Let's listen to the first verse. 